Hey, buddy. Hey, my man. Welcome to a little synergy. Welcome to a little bit of synergy. Oh, oh my goodness. You got the Alan Parsons voice going on. <laughs> Do the Raven. Yeah, that was my one trick. So, a lot of work for that. Can you do a cameo? (laughs) Cameo? (laughs) Yeah, probably could. Probably could. Let's see. Can you do OnlyFans? Word up. Uh, somebody mentioned OnlyFans to me this week, and he was kind of a... I got a pervert vibe off of him, so I hadn't even looked at it. I don't even know what it is. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I've never been on, and I don't think I know anyone that, that's on, that's been on an OnlyFans site. Mm-hmm. Um, was... The influencers... All right, on OnlyFans are here. <laughs> okay, who are they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're not influencing me at all. No. Nope. Not in my little sphere. No. Hey, uh, the podcast you did, uh, Mood for a D, was great, man. I, I like that guy. Are you like David? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, he, we agree on a lot of things. Maybe nothing more cool than he does, but not much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was great though, man. I like him. He was pretty funny. Uh, obviously smart as as, as crap. Uh, that's, that was really cool to hear a conversation between two fairly intelligent people. And, uh, uh, that, Dave, one you know, Dave's got a very high IQ. Um, I think we competed one time, and he showed me his, and I was like, nope. You win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he must be super, really, really fucking because um, you're you're pretty good. Even. I mean, there's many brain cells you've tried to destroy over the years. Um, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're three months into this, and um, I think, and I'm, I'm looking at our um, our our listens and our our stats and everything and. Dude, we people are listening. People are listening. So well, that's great. Listenership's up. I hope so. Like fifty percent, or or no, a hundred percent up. However you put it. Yeah, it's up twice as much as it was. Um, I was we were averaging a hundred listens a that's, month. That's a hundred percent. That's double. That's a hundred. It's double. It is. Oh, it yeah. is up double. Um. But again, nobody's talking. So I made a website. And have you had a chance to, to peek at it? No, I'm sorry, man. I haven't. It's, I'm sorry. it's weak. It's, um, it's pathetic. Um, I'm hoping to get some help on that. But. Um, well, let me check a friend of mine, see if, um, see if he would mind doing that. 
<clears throat> excuse me. Um, but that won't won't be a problem if if um you know you know baby steps, brother. Right. Have you heard uh Joe Rogan's first few podcasts? I started to look, and he's got thousands of them. So uh, yeah, uh, right. But his first few were fucking horrible too. Were they? And yeah, uh, the like the first couple that I was on, mm-hmm. um, I, just unlistenable. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I ruined it, and I'm sorry because uh, <laughs> yeah, some of them suck. Yeah, the first few are, are garbage. Yeah, but like um, you know, the other one night with Shane. Mm-hmm. You no. Know, of course, I can listen to chain talk shit for hours. <laughs> this is wonderful, and uh, and um, you know when we were prepared to do a birthday episode for little sister, yeah, those were better. And then um, and then a couple days ago when uh, you did the mood for day, it was really really good, man. I was uh, into it. Thank you. So hell yeah, good job, buddy. Appreciate that. Yeah, so, uh, you want to talk about some Pink Floyd today? Yeah, I figure we could riff on some Floyd. Give, give, definitely need to give Floyd their due on a on a podcast because yeah, there's there's a few out there, but they're not. I don't know. I don't think they're like super fans. Like uh, maybe a couple are that I haven't heard, but you know, I'm a freaking super fan. <laughs> same, Floyd, same. You know, Sam, if I were a good man, I would understand the spaces between friends. <laughs> I'm a super fan myself. And thanks to you, you son of a bitch. It's all oh. thanks to you. Well, I'm honored. That's awesome. Yes. That's a really very high honor, man. Was, uh... Well, you see, at least I could do it. I'm sure you paid me back over the years uh, <laughs> tenfold because every other band that I'm super deep into or have gotten deep into over the years was uh, directly from you tool and faith no more right. and you know mr bongo <laughs> 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 and um yeah man it's a uh, it's, it's an, uh, that's an honor i appreciate it yeah man yeah when uh when you were younger and when we were younger and uh we first hooked up we had already both knew Floyd though didn't we no, man, not not like that. I, I mean, I knew, um, I knew. You know, let me tell you how I knew Floyd. I knew um, another brick in the wall, but I didn't even know the name "another brick in the wall." I thought it was "we don't need no education" or something like that. Mm. Um, I had heard, um, I think, us and them on flashback, oh. and I liked it. But that's about the extent of my Pink Floyd by the time I got to high school. Really never heard money? And those big, you'd had to have heard yeah, it. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure I've heard it. But it, but it just, um, it, it hadn't grabbed me like, um, like when I sat down and took in the whole of the dark side of the moon. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's kind of the way you're supposed to do it. With Floyd, I think. Yeah. Supposed to sit down and then, you know, it's great music just, just playing during a, a party in some cases, but to really understand it, you got to sit down and like pay attention. You too. Today, I, I was listening to Adam Hart Mother, 
but me too. <laughs> I did, and I was like struck by how beautiful that damn song is. Man. Yes, it really is. And and I'm thinking he's he's talking in summer '68. He's talking about is he talking about a prostitute or is it just a reflection of the sexism of the late '60s in Britain? Well, I guess either way, um, it works. Because he, he's really nagging some girl in that song, it seems like. Would you like to say something before you leave? Perhaps you'd care to state yeah. exactly how you feel. You think he's, like, growing, messing with her? I think so, in a, in a, in a Floydian way. A sarcastic and pretentious yeah. way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am an architect. <laughs> yeah, maybe so, man. I think and I've never thought of it that way. It just uh, struck me today. That's one of those deep cuts uh, that uh, I don't usually come across, but uh, when I do come across it, I do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a great. I don't go to Adam Hart Mother much, man. It's not in my go tos, you know. Yeah. But I, I do, I really did enjoy listening to um, Adam Hart Mother. I got 20 something minutes in, almost to the end of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just I love the, you know, that they, you know, had all these parts, the songs, like they wrote Found on You Crazy Diamond and Echoes. Mm -hmm. They had all these different parts, and they didn't know really what to do with them. And I was like, "Well, I guess we're gonna put them all together because I'm not gonna waste it because yeah. it's awesome." Yeah, you know. And uh, they had the, the the when the um the female vocal comes in, and it's just like really dreamy and uh, cinematic, almost, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. then it builds, builds, and then yeah. the choir, the choir behind that comes yeah. in. It's so freaking. Creepy. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it's like it's like a horror movie uh, soundtrack. It, it's it sounds hopeless at that point. Yeah, yeah. And I know that other bands have, have ripped this formula from them, and I could I have a, a couple of big time examples. Mm -hmm. uh, and one would be uh, Radiohead. Oh, cinematic. Yeah, a cinematic thing. Yeah. That they do, which so they do it great. They do it so well. Um, um, Queens Rack, you know, did, did something like that. They kind of ripped from other later on, but um, what was, what was the other one? That gun, man. It was, oh, it's going to be such a good point. You were going to go, yes, Sam, you're so smart. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I can't I'm remember. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> 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 <I'm> not. <laughs> the, um, but um, yeah, you can. I, I don't know, man. I think it's my superpower to be able to relate uh, most bands back to Pink Floyd in some way. <laughs> Six degrees of Floyd. Okay, okay. But I like that. I like that. Well, I fall back harder on Floyd than than the Grateful Dead. You know, I mean, they're. I, I figured mm -hmm. the way I see it, I started. I started building my my foundation in high school when I met you, and. Pink Floyd. Me too. Before that was Black Sabbath. And um, mm. I'm trying to think what else. Done. Oh, yeah. um, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yeah, Wilson. yeah, yeah. That's another one you introduced me we to. We were into. Uh, really, I thought you. I thought we had both came to it same time. You brought Welcome to My Nightmare to my. Yeah, I brought that, but you had. Didn't you have the, like the first record with the green face on it or something? I, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Alice goes, Alice goes green to hell. Face. Okay. I, I, I thought you had one of those old ones. One of a billion dollar billion, babies. Yeah, it? that's Alice Cooper goes to hell. No, that's billion dollar babies. And I may have had that from my uncle. And I, I, I think you did, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I may have. Because it was like, ah, oh, damn. I think we listened to them uh, one night when we all the band was over at your place, and we listened to both okay. records one night. Well, that, that makes I sense. Think. Am I remembering I, it wrong? I don't know. I don't know. It makes sense because, um, I mean, I would have had some of those albums that I had snaked from my uncles. Yeah, man. I had. I remember you telling stories about your yeah. uncles. And Shane was like, hang out with us, man, and just like, Kind of glued to whatever yeah. you were saying at the time. Oh boy, uh, did he? It was like a super cool. Did he? <laughs> I wish ever, I had Shane ever just pick up what I was putting down and and evolve it? Oh, dude, he's he's uh, speaking of Renaissance. I know. Yes, your little brother. <clears throat> Shane's Shane's killing me. He's killing it in this in this world. He is. He's not killing. No, no, not no, killing no not me. He's killing it. He's kicking that. He's kicking ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very proud of him. So there's our uh, mandatory shout to Shane. Yep, yeah, got that over. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know we, but yeah, Shane would hang out with us, but uh, um. But we would sit and, for, and talk about these bands that we were just now hearing for mm -hmm. hours, man. We would play each other snippets of the fucking phone. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, remember? And like a lot of that shit. And we freaking figured out how to play basic uh, guitar songs by talking yeah. over the phone. You're saying, put your right, this finger, and literally put this finger on this fret, and this string, and this finger, yeah. and this finger, and this string, and this strum, strum these string. We literally did that over the phone to teach each other. I remember that. We'd say, like, okay, make an E chord, but do it on the seventh fret. And that, and see, yeah. that made sense oh, yeah. to us. But then you talk to douches like our guitarist, and uh, <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean make what? an E on the seventh? You, you can't. Well, you can, but you can't do it like that. Or I'd say make an A and then move it up. He wanted to show off oh, how yeah. smart he was. But because had a couple of lessons, <laughs> and all we want, man, all we wanted <laughs> out of him was for him to just lay it down in a, in a method that we could, yeah, could grasp. Out. He sounded great. Sure he did. really did sound great, though. Can't take that from him. Um, no. Hell, he gave us. He gave him and our drummer Kevin T. Tarek. Shout oh. out, Kevin T. Tarek. Kevin T. Tarek. What a beautiful, yeah. beautiful man. He will be on this podcast soon. I, I, I would I love to talk to Kev. Oh, yeah. he's, in, he's, in, he's a listener and a supporter. Um, shout out and thank you, Kevin. Thank you for your support. 
Oh, yeah. Every time I think of Kevin, man, they put it when he was in uh, uh, at St. Francis, uh, mm-hmm. Xavier, he put his big ass at goalie. And I was like, God damn, it's really hard to put those guys anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got one of your best players. It's like, I, I don't know. He's tall. Yeah. He's a big dude. I, but uh, I don't think I ever scored. Right. Scored on Dan, I, scored on, I scored on Danny Wolf plenty. I didn't ever score. Shout out to all those guys, man. Oh, uh, we were having so much fun. Didn't realize it, man. That uh, playing soccer in grammar school would be like a. I look back yeah. on with such fondness. Mm. Um, Go ahead, dude. I'm sorry. Um, Let's get back to yeah. Floyd. <laughs> we always do that. <laughs> so Alice Cooper, listening to Floyd. No, um, my my earliest memories of Floyd were long weekends that I'd spend over at your house. Like, all right, I'll come come over on Friday oh, yeah. and um, you bring your yeah, we do an acoustic go back to school with you on Monday. Catch back up with my Hell folks yeah. on Monday evening, you know that kind of thing, and we, and we, yeah. we just, just, you know, just chill out for the weekend, and and I remember you introduced me to, um, let's see, what was some of the first, hell, you just piled it on. It seemed like it was all piled on me at once, man, because I was I was eager, but I know I ate up animals, oh, and yeah. um. I was yeah. I've always been a big, big. I'd say Animals is probably my favorite Pink Floyd album. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you. I think I agree with you. Uh, I think it's overall, top to bottom, from beginning to end, as the, my favorite. I don't know if it's the best or that's subjective, yeah. I suppose. But, um, but it's my favorite. Today. Yeah, today, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yet I haven't listened to it in a, a few months, but I, I play it in my head a lot. And yeah, I listened to you... it not long ago. Yeah. Um, and a couple of years ago, we, we did a podcast oh. on R4. Shout out R4. Shout out. Um, R4 is about to get a, a hell of a a shout out here because when I get on R four again, I'm going to shout out a little bit of synergy right to those guys, and uh, and uh, so we're going to get a little crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it, and I'm just like, I'm just going to warn them, like, look, I got something to push this. Time. Sweet, that's yeah. And uh, but we did a uh, animals. Uh, we tell me about that. What? How did that go over? No, it was great, man. Um. The host of the show, Aaron, um, and his little sister, they created um, the host of the show. Aaron had really never gotten into Floyd. He had heard mm-hmm. the big hits and stuff, and so, but animals had never been a, like on his radar, and so he bought it for you know to listen to it. And uh, I think he may slowly be, uh, become a, a Floyd head or a Floydian. I don't know what you want to call, but uh, he's on his way because he then since then he went and got him. All the the big four albums mm-hmm. on vinyl, and he also I, got I was metal say, on metal. vinyl. Yeah, he got, yeah, he got metal, and I think he's looking for a oh, like wow. 
Nice. Yeah, I think he's in there. Because I, I recommended Obscured by Cloud. Did you hear me uh, play that the other night? By any chance? Since you, since you mentioned it. Yeah. During the, during the break? If you like. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I, I, I didn't realize until just then you said it what it was, but yeah. I knew I'd heard it before. Because yeah. it was in the background, you know? I just, I just happened <laughs> to be riffing on that one day, and I was like. There's so much reverb. Did you add reverb uh, on that or something? When you like play yeah. D, it, da, 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 da. yeah, okay. there's a lot of reverb in there, but not extra reverb. But I thought it was, I, I thought it sounded like really. Chinese. Oh, it's plucked. It's, it's a plucked sound. Yeah, it's supposed to cool. sound like it's being, uh, you know, like something dragged across the string and plucked like a harp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with a fingernail. <laughs> you... Anyways, um, yeah, the, that podcast went very well. Um, Aaron, I think he gave it like three and a half stars, which for him, something new that he hasn't not familiar with, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. good. And uh, I think uh, Shannon maybe gave it four stars, but I know that uh, the other guys on it all gave it fives and. Um, Ray Z is yeah. like the guitar player yeah. on that podcast. He's like a regular host. Um, he really knows the yeah. story. He went I know there. Who I think he is. Pretty I know sure he's got, is. A, got a, Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I told mm-hmm. you guys to follow each other on Instagram. And uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful human being. And um, he was dropping freaking knowledge on you know like listen to it on uh you know when you're listening to animals and those chords mm. uh, those jazz chords on yeah uh, yeah talk, yep. You know? yep that is so cool and i you know learned how to play that yeah. you know back when we were i think it was a little yeah. older wait you learned how to play that before me you told you told show me how to play that button. difficult song to happened. figure out by ear <laughs> but um I yeah, but you nailed it. It had all those damn jazz chords. I mean, it was yeah. D minor nine, and, you know, or D minor nine. Yeah. yeah. And you figured it out, and I was like, good God, this guy's ear is amazing. I was able to teach each other songs and stuff. This ear really needs a guitar. I really need a guitar. To... I know, man, but at least you have that outlet, though. Um, when you guys were talking about it in the last podcast, I was thinking, yeah, he does need a guitar. But let him explore some more before he gets that guitar. <laughs> let him go. Because he's putting out some pretty cool shit. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, they, well, I don't know if the people um, that have listened to the podcast have heard the, a lot of the music that you sent me that you're yeah. just kind of screwing around with. But, man, it's really, really cool. It's really great, man. You're just ministry. <laughs> except better. <laughs> And maybe not on so much snack. <laughs> yeah, I, won't I will never do that. Where were we? Summer '68. Adam, obscured by clouds. Oh yeah, obscured by clouds. Yeah. All that. What do you think about the the opening? Of that album, I love it, it. Starts off, man. Yeah, I love that. And then that damn synth just goes, bang. 
And then uh, Gilmore comes in with that slide. Oh, goodness gracious. I love it. And I wish when I, I I wanted to just keep extending that out when I was playing that. But I, the problem I had was um, my pitch, my pitch wheel would only go up like two steps. I, I had it only programmed to go up two steps or down two steps. So, um, yeah, he starts doing some long slides there. You know, um, and I couldn't get them in, so I just went straight from from uh, that that little slidey intro into uh, when you're in that that second song. Bam, 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 down, down, yeah. It sounds almost Native American after it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking awesome. So that that album came out, what, after Adam Hart Mother and like more. Before metal. Before metal. Okay. I think it was right before metal. It was like Gilbert Cloud's metal. Yeah. Like I really recommend that that album to people because it it really flows well. Um, um, yeah. There's there's some themes that repeat in that album. I can't like what's the song? Bridges burning. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, then there's a there's fat old son and uh, what's what, uh, the deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> what the fuck? It, it took me a long time to. Castle. Yeah, I went to Cambridge. <laughs> oh, these guys are assholes, man. But there's something else. Yeah, mm. I don't think they're all assholes. I think Richard Wright, uh, every interview that I've ever heard from anyone that ever knew him said that he was a very I'd good like to think so. I think he, mm. it's just is the way he carries himself. The way, the way that he plays and sings, seems like mm. he's a very gentle and kind man. When David, of course, has a dark side, you know, stand up. Nick Mason just wants to beat his skins. And Roger wants is a power is a megalomaniac. Yeah. Instead, was a I don't know the mad cat. Was the the mad the yeah the at first was the leader face of the band and couldn't take it anymore. You know what? Uh, also, that this I just thought of this. That's. Probably the first band that I know of that ever dealt with uh, mental illness, yeah. issues of mental illness. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they did it on um, in the dark side, uh, but before that, man, I mean, they were really saying something. And before, like when Sid was on Piper, the Gates of Dawn, then the weird, trippy psychedelia looks cute and mm. whimsical and, and fun. Yes, but then it gets yeah. dark. Real dark, real quick, and I think that there's you know second album kind of showed how dark it could be. Yeah. That, that album's dark. It, it started off 
dark it just with uh, astronomy we're talking about piper yeah piper yeah, yeah. it did start out and then lucifer cool. sam what how's it go oh that cat something i can't man it's that's uh, a skipper that, that's a skipper i love that I'd, song yeah <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> There's a there's a few songs during the Sid Barrett era that I don't like. There's a few, you know. I like Scarecrow, but not many. I can listen to them all. I mean, that's not. I'm trying to remember. I went through a phase. uh, What was when I was working at the DCF. I told you about these this year that I did that right. D DHR, the same thing as DHR. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. no shout out, no yeah. shout out to these <laughs> fucks. This was there's no, no concentrate. <laughs> no, 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 no. They they know nothing of quality. They know nothing of um, that. Not not my point. Um, my point is. Um, had to find something to pass the time and we could listen we could have um headphones so um but at the time i made so little money that i i couldn't even pay a cell phone bill so what did i do i had a little mp3 player and um i mm-hmm. i had the pink floyd uh discography but for the most part i i spent it all or I spent a long time rather listening to the uh the the Sid Barrett years. Um mm-hmm. and um as well as uh well have you heard this collection? There's a is it called the early, the early years? years? It's uh okay, yeah. Yes. Yes, I've heard I've okay. heard yeah, I downloaded it. I listened. I would like to start buying uh, actual copies in the future, yeah. but you know how, how it is. I want I want vinyl. Yeah. I want to start collecting vinyl. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, vinyl. <laughs> so to me, it, it represents little truffles, little treasures. Even though uh, I wind up putting them on the yeah. wall, I still I keep. I mean, they're they're pristine. They're they're protected. If I want to listen to them, I can. And, Mm-hmm. You know, they're just so cool to have. Yeah, I don't think I'm. I, I, I suppose I'm not going to keep them in a crate. I'm going to find mm-hmm. a better way to store them. And I'm going to only going to buy like the high quality, like the mm-hmm. heavy ones, like the 180 grams or something. Uh, that might be a bad number. I'm, I'm I don't need know enough yet. I don't know what I'm. Uh, I'm going to. Apparently, the heavier, okay. the longer they last or something. I don't know. Not, there's different ways to clean them now that uh, they didn't know about back then. That keeps them. Like, yeah, I've noticed they're they're much more durable. Um, I mean, I I think Elmer's glue. Okay, listen, yeah, this is what it was. So I did clean his records. He poured freaking Elmer's glue all over the top of it, let it dry, and then peeled it off. Wow, clean like it fills in. Does it fill in a little? Very, yeah. All the grooves. Wow. And pulls it right out. <laughs> yeah, and then he, 
Isn't that neat? I said, I'm in Western. I'm from Indianapolis. Isn't that neat? You know, would it, what about any, uh, any laser etched artwork you've got on the front? Because a lot of the discs. Oh, yeah. If I could get a hold of those, yeah. But that right. would be one that you would not play. Look, look. You know, I don't, I want to have where they, that I play them. You know? Lateralis is one you wouldn't play there. It's, it's uh, it, I've got an Alex Gray edition of the, uh, of the vinyl. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. With the saw blades. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So cool. It's such a cool design. Saw yep. blade. It's brilliant. Jeez, now we're talking about cool again. <laughs> because they're because those two universes, as far as I'm concerned, are just they're just nubbing. They do. Yeah, they overlap. Mm -hmm. There's like the Venn diagram. Or, what do they call? Uh, yeah, Venn yeah. diagram. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely in each other's in orbit. Richard Wright was a sir. He was a knight. Mm -hmm. Sir Richard Wright. Right. I did not know that. I knew that about him. Probably not. Right. <laughs> no, everybody hates <laughs> Except Snowy. Snowy's still on. Oh, Snowy. Snowy, you, you know Snowy White? Okay, Snowy White was uh, there. Uh, it mm -hmm. was a paid musician that they brought on when they were performing the mm -hmm. wall because there were so many parts. And Snowy White would actually play the live part, uh, the okay. live solo, some of the live solos mm -hmm. um, during the wall. And uh, then Snowy White stayed with Roger over the mm -hmm. years uh, in his touring band and then did record on some of his records. And, uh, one incredible guitar player that doesn't get enough credit, but he was, you know, he was paid by mm -hmm. Roger Waters. So right. <laughs> I didn't write that note for you. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Did I tell you to play that? I don't believe I did. Yeah. When did you play that note? Very disagreeable. Like, like, man. Mm. But he was brilliant. So, I mean. The nicest I ever saw yeah. him. People that The up. most congenial and friendly I have ever seen. Roger Waters was when he was uh, working with the Wounded Warrior Project. And did you see that? Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm aware that he does uh, do a lot for mm -hmm. um, Wounded Warrior. That, that, and it's not just. Yeah. Uh, British, it's like. Oh, oh he, and he's. I've seen him, uh, uh, now that I think about it, I've seen him in another uh, interview. What, what can't remember what it was. It, <clears throat> I, I'm not, I don't want to butcher this, but it was something, it wasn't Wendy Williams, but it was somebody um, kind of high. No, he would, you know he, what I'm saying. He would it wasn't somebody would. like that, but it was somebody on a. <laughs> it wasn't Ellen. I, I don't know, man. He, he was on something. <laughs> He was on some uh, somebody's show, and it's Rachel Ray. Do you have an apron on? Are you gonna cook some? <laughs> Mangoes and mash. <laughs> and I said, "What was the? What was the? Uh, okay, oh, when boy. was it that Roger and David showed up on stage spontaneously at the same time?" 
that. Live Aid. Live Aid that built Bob Geldof uh, created, uh, worked out. A when was this? That, like when? that was the same, the same Live Aid that when Queen went out there and destroyed. No, I'm talking about something like more recent than that. Don't know. This was like post 9 11. Hmm. Mm. I don't remember. Amanda remembers. We were um, calling the queen (laughs) of synergy and ask her. Excuse me. <laughs> Let me what? see if she remembers. Oh, you are? Okay. <laughs> Honey, do you remember that time we were watching some concert and David Gilmore was performing with Pink Floyd and then Roger Waters showed up on stage? just spontaneously, and, and they did Wish You Were Here. Yeah. It was something, but it was it was after 9-11. You do remember that? There you go. That's what I, that's what I remember. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Amanda. Well, Yep, we lived on. Uh, we lived in Moody. Okay, and that was uh, a while back. Yeah. So that validates for me that it wasn't. It's not a mandala thing. Oh, yeah. oh god. Oh. <laughs> hey man, can we take can we take hey. a quick break? Um, and yep. you play some of your kick ass music and uh, meet back in like five minutes. Five minutes, yep. be okay. Five minutes of work.
to I appreciate it more now than I did then when I was first mm. get, you know, I remember buying that CD and being very disappointed, but it was because it was different. It was, you know, not, I don't think it was necessarily made for, uh, you know, to be an album. It was for me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think it's missed on a couple of things, but I don't think it was intentional. The, me, the listener, was, uh, um, it wasn't for me. In that mm-hmm. that medium, it was for the the movie. You know what I mean? Am I making sense? Yep. Okay. Perfect sense. I get it. Uh, it was a cinematic. It was a score to the movie, <clears throat> and it and it probably fit. I'm I'm guessing. I've never uh, seen it. But, nah, I've never seen it. Um, I've never looked to try and see it either. No. It looks boring, but um. And the music's boring, but it has. There's a few songs off that album, That's off a, more. The Cymbeline and uh, what's the other one? Green is the color. Green is the color. Great song. Yeah, it goes by another name, and I can't remember it. Um, not green is the. Is it? It's like murderous women, or uh, um, I only I've only heard know it by green is the color. It may be a different song I'm thinking of but it's got a it's got a completely different title and it and it, it's something like murderous women hmm murderous if I if I search for it that's just a little bit of trivia that concert was in 2005 was their last oh yeah uh, their last official concert and it was uh the three of them or was it uh, the four of them I believe it was all four. Wow. But the the fact that Roger showed up was um um was what made it landmark. Yeah. That is that is significant. I mean because those guys uh they didn't like each other for a long time and Yeah. I think you know, they had and, uh, you know after okay, it was Roger's fault in the beginning. And because he was such a you know a tyrant, um, but then after over time, you know he was he would be the one to reach out, and say, hey, uh, let's let's try to do something. It's like, and then they, and David Gilmore would be like, flat no, uh-uh, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm tired of your shit. I'm still tired of your shit, and I'll speak to you, but we ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as far as music goes, and that's I know, and Pink Floyd around the division bell. Um, I think they kind of uh, after the division bill. I mean, you know, they kind of mended some fences, and uh, maybe uh, you know, said, "Hey, we're too old for this shit. Let's let's be friends again." Mm-hmm. But um, I think they respected each other, even though they hated each other. But man, honestly, um, and the and the big picture, uh, um, I think a. Uh, 
David needed Roger, and Roger needed David. Yeah. And they both needed Nick and Rick. And Rick. <laughs> well, those guys were were solid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know the nature of of their. Uh, I mean, was it all creative differences, or does it go deeper than that? It goes. It does go deeper. Uh, some of it, mental illness, man. Mm. Roger went through a little bout of it himself, depression and shit, and. Uh huh. And uh, I think a lot of us know a lot about that and how that will make you certainly. Um, and uh, he lashed out. Uh, even though he was making his brilliant music, he was uh, um, working through shit himself that he didn't really understand. And, you know, in some interviews, he said that, you know, writing and performing the wall and the final cut, I don't think they performed the final cut um, as a band. Okay. I, I, I believe I've heard that before. But, um, he said that was cathartic for him to deal with some things that he hadn't dealt with. Mm. And you can hear it. Yeah. Um, you know, songs like, uh, you know, Don't Leave Me Now. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, On the Wall. What's the other one? Uh, uh, oh, uh, Don't Know the Bring the Wall Part 3. The I Don't okay. Need No Arms Around Me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I love that song. Anyway. Goodbye, Blue Sky. Goodbye, Blue Sky. And he's like, goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of on the nose, but yeah, a lot of that stuff wasn't, I mean, it was him. Sid Sid was, you know, the character of Pink was was like a, a built between a bunch of different personalities. You know? Yeah. A lot of people do that in literature, not in movies and whatever. He made uh, this character with, with uh, uh, personality traits from Sid, from his, from himself, and from other members of the band, and um, and created this character called Pink. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was the the character on the wall. But a lot of it was him, man. I think I really do think that Goodbye Cruel World and all those really sad and depressing songs uh, were uh, Roger dealing with shit pretty yeah pretty pretty straightforward but yeah i believe that yeah. as well i agree and he like kind of hit it in this uh story mm -hmm. it's so obvious until you heard it a million times <laughs> yeah what do you but think they, uh, and what's uh those are some of the profound things about pink floyd to me you know and because but I know, I know you have diff a different point of view um, and you have your own relationship with them. Well, animals, man. Animals is, is, it's not, it's an allegory, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's just talking about this three distinct um, uh, races of, of animals in a farm or pastoral setting that you can mm -hmm. totally see. Orwell. Exactly. Very good. Yeah. And um, she got dogs mm. and uh, the law of the pack and um, how that they talk about uh, wearing down your prey and um, 
you know, how to be cunning, how to be a, how to be a good dog, how to, how to be mm-hmm. top dog or how to survive. Um, and, um, and how to take it when you die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dragged down in the end. Yeah. Dragged down by, by the stone. stone. Oh my God. That part, that whole part of that song is killing. Well, that is in 13 time. I know that much because I've counted it out. No shit. More than once. Yeah. I never even thought to count it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 13. And, um, but who was that part? No, no. The, by the stone, stone, stone. When it goes off into that, that long, drawn out. Thirteen times. Yeah, count it out. You'll count. Yeah, because you hear the beat. He's like, yeah. Yeah, I never counted it out though. Hey, good job, dude. That's freaking obscure. <laughs> well, I love that album. Yeah, that's a pretty cool uh, catch there because I never even thought to count that part out. I thought it was just a spacey, spacey part. Free, free time now. Yeah. No, they put a lot of thought into this stuff, man. Yeah, they never but, do anything unplanned. And they, I mean, not, not recorded. I know I mean, they probably do it to make it up, but they don't. Plant they everything is let's do we're doing it this way that yeah go ahead I'm sorry dude no they um but they do they they do the things that that well they laid the groundwork for tool with their um with what they do as far as exploratory and and the experimental stuff they do that that takes so long. You know, their uh, their little warps, or yep. their, their, their breaks that can't be classified as solos. Yeah, you know, heard it, heard it today, Adam Hart Mother Man. I thought of Tool. I was like, mm. Yeah. Mm. they did all these different changes and different. Yeah. Honestly, genres in some spots. I mean, I mean, I don't know how you classify it, but the classical. Um, and then it goes into and like you know, at the end of that classical piece, and a few more measures later, you're into this slide, the uh, trippy, freaking song that was seamless in its transition, and you didn't really even. This is yeah. my first time ever using <laughs> <Sorry>. a drip <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Somebody getting a plug. We're gonna see if it's so really clicks. Let, play let, it, let it play a classical. At all. <laughs> Just the seamless transition you're referring to. No, I was talking about an Adam Hart mother. Oh, my bad. No, keep playing, please. Oh yeah. This this hey. means more. Yo, you, uh, you know David Gilmore play that part. The bass. Yeah, part. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, David played that. On a fretless? Nope. Nope. No, I think it's... Yeah. I always oh, thought that Roger was... Waters. I always thought that was Roger Waters playing that. I always gave him props for that. Wow. David, David Gilmore did it. Yeah. 
That's funky. Ooh, baby. That's funky, dude. So this means this song means more to me than um uh let's say the average Floyd lover probably loves comfortably yeah. numb. This this to me is like that. I've gotten more off of oh. more out of the lyrics from this song. Yeah. Because the pigs, there's three different pigs, right? Yeah. You pull these lyrics up. The ones in the room? The band? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I've always heard that too. Yeah. He's surrounded by three different pigs. Yeah, they hated each other, but they couldn't stand each other. They didn't record the parts at the same time. They were all in their studio at different times. Imagine. I can't. Because it sounds so synchronized. Hey, Yo. I, can, I got a fever. <laughs> and the only prescription is more cowbell. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, man. That's so cool. Hell yeah, dude. And then for that, for the, um, for it to transition into sheep. Okay. Oh, God, yes. This is before I, uh, I had even started. Uh, looking at this was I was young, young, right? I didn't have much uh, worldview, but my idea of um, fun sometimes was just going out to to like the mall and watching folks, the people watching, I guess. And um, over time, I, I started looking at people like sheep, like most people I think do when they when they watch Wake people. Up, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you spend enough time worrying about other people, then you start looking at people like they're sheep. And and that's that's natural. You know, everybody mm-hmm. does that uh, to take the attention off of other people. But that's another topic. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, that, that um, the break at the end, if you heard the news, the dogs are dead. Um you better stay home and do what you're told. Stay out of the road if you want to grow old. Boom. He drops that little bit of knowledge on you if you want to stay old. If you want to grow old, you want to be an old, um, like the dog. You want to, or like a like a fucking deer or any animal. Yeah. Stay out of the road if you want to grow old. Yeah. That makes that's pretty cool. I never thought of that though. Any animal could is a good advice to stay out of the damn road. <laughs> <laughs> Humans, for that matter. Yeah. And how many times did we play pigs on the wing when we were together, hanging out? Yeah. Oh, there was it was a in a regular rotation. Yeah. Do that and wish you were here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The ELP. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did some Lucky Man by ELP, I think, a few times. And we, we damn did a damn good job of me and Bobby McGee. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Tatarek, shout out again. Of course. We could, man, we couldn't have done doing, We sounded awful. We sounded <laughs> awful, awful without Kevin. You know that? Yeah. We we sucked without Kevin Tatarek. Yeah, he, he came in and was like, I had this idea, man. It's like, good. It's like, can we slow it down here so we can let her sing? Or and then it's like, I think he came up, or maybe he did. It's okay, do a double time and go back in. When she did, oh man, remember that damn gym that everybody jumped up? Like, Wah! yeah, I guess we probably got to give some background on this for somebody's listening because uh, you're referring to the, the oh, yeah, the time we we're very specific time between us two that no one knows about. Yeah, <laughs> we got to be careful with the inside jokes because I, I noticed people are. I, it, it shows me that people that drop off and pe- or, or where people drop off and where people hang on uh, during these podcasts. I don't, I don't, man, I don't mean to waste anybody's time. You know, I pre- appreciate people yeah. listening. So we're, we're yeah, talking, my bad. we're talking about uh, our senior year. Was it our senior or junior year? No, it was our junior year. Cause Stacy, Stacy, Stacy was a senior. Yeah. We played the, um, what was it? The, uh, Eighth grade orientation. Yeah, I, think for, was, I don't know whether it was that's called, what it but was. That's what it was mm-hmm. for all these in high school. For all these uh, little people that were going to be freshy the next year, uh, they they'd come in on, and it was like a big ambassador show to get everybody excited yeah. about it. Yes, yeah, what it was, and and we we got to um, headline it with our our little band. And we, I guess you could yeah. call us vigilante, but, but we weren't vigilante. We were uh, any color you like, because you came up with that title on the fly, which was also a Pink Floyd song. So yeah, that's right. This uh, and I kept that name later. I had a band uh, later uh, a few years ago called Any Color You Like. See, I and love I took it. From that, band. that was your <laughs> that was your baby, and you kept it. I love it. Just just like synergy, a word. I'm getting yeah. I'm getting tired of hearing that word, but. Know what I mean? Oh, dude, you there? Uh, that is some trippy shit right there. I don't know what you said. Did you do uh, it on purpose? That was really weird. <laughs> I don't know. I have to go back and listen to it. It was like I didn't it was do like digital. It was like pixeled or something. Oh, that happens when when I get notifications while we're uh, doing this. I may have gotten one. Apologies. Apologies. Um, no, it's okay. So anyway, that was a big event. That it um, was now, every year. There was one a year, and I remember going to it when I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. 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 Every school was, sat with um, our school, like in the diocese. You know, Saint Joseph mm-hmm. was over here, and Saint Paul was over here, and Xavier was over there. You know, yep. All the Our Ladies yeah, blue- of whatever the hell they were in. <laughs> I believe that year the big headliner was a, a lip sync act of a jukebox hero, a foreign. I saw that, Am I right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. I think we did better than that. Well, we weren't going to just get up there and lip sync some bullshit. Hell and, no. And put on, put on the hits. Somebody like, else did a damn uh, 
Stones didn't somebody go do which is I love the Stones. I mean, I, no. Tommy Jones. Tommy Jones was was Mick Jagger. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was just uh it was just a you know getting up there and skirting around yeah. I guess doing his, doing his uh chicken walk and yeah sticking out his, that's cool out I his guess chin. <laughs> it it got freshmen excited because it did. I, it was fun. You know, it was fun. That was the idea, because you know, oh my god, this it, it was just a little, a bit of um, allowing allowing them to get up and get excited, or, or whatever. Yeah. But when we did it, um, they literally jumped up, and got it, yeah. got up, and got out of yeah. their seats. And we were singing a song that had a big time heroin wet reference in it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Remember, we were going to play White Rabbit. Yep. We were going to play White Rabbit, and we knew the song. We were going to mm-hmm. kill it. And um, they said, no. Uh, so I so, like, can we play me and Bob McGee? And we were, uh, what's her name? The librarian. Uh, um, an older blonde-headed lady miss, wore too much. Miss. Uh, oh, yeah. Miss. 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 Uh, it'll, now I demand a recall. Uh, miss. Um, It'll come to me. Patricia something. Patricia, first name, yeah. Anyways, <sighs> she okayed me and Bob McGee. And then, mm. and then um, and I think she vetoed Vigilante. And then she <laughs> said, no, you, you can't do that. That's, it's like, any color you like. I was just mm-hmm. like, no, that's a nice name. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got a druggy band, a Pink Floyd, and a, a song that's got about uh, getting smacked out and driving across the across the country, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and losing losing each other along the way. Yeah. Something. It was a sad song in the end. Uh, it had a cool key change. It did. And, um, I was not, honestly, Sam, I did not expect to go up there and have to play a solo that day. But you I did. remember. I remember you pointed at me like, "Go." <laughs> yeah, and and it was time, so I did like I, I don't know four or seven bars of, of just some whatever. Great. I don't remember. It was clutch. I remember it was clutch, man. It was so good. I know that you was tapping like legato up there on high on the fretboard, man. <laughs> and I was like, and everybody was like screaming, and I was like, hell yeah. That may have fueled the energy because I think they felt it from us when we went double time. Yeah. And we felt it from them. And it was like, I, I did really look over at you. And like, yeah. And then now and you, you looking down at your guitar and you kind of leaned back a little bit and put, pulled the neck up and was doing the uh, damn. <laughs> I was like, all right. And I just like hammered down and tried to stay locked in with Kevin. And it was, uh, it was great, man. You did great. You know, you did great. I remember. I remember I started out the whole song and, and I was sitting my ass on the uh Me too. I was sitting down. Gavin told he us said, to get, get up, up, man. Get up. Yeah. Gavin Pate told us to get up. Oh, was it Gavin? Okay. It was Gavin. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Props to him for yeah. that. Yeah, no shit, man. I mean he was right. Because I I thought we were just confident and we were just like mm-hmm. Okay, we were nervous, but we were confident. You're right. And because we knew right. we were going to 
Uh, didn't know about the solo. That was, uh, but and Stacy sang her ass off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, she she had so much passion, and just she had a big bright smile. She was a lovely human being. Yeah, Stacy was wonderful. Yeah, Stacy Casper, shout out to you wherever up, you are. Wherever you are, Stacy. Just a lovely, lovely, lovely soul. Yep. So sweet. But uh, yeah, man, that was a. He was into Pink Floyd. Was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I think she even sang with us a few songs down in your uh, your band room, your basement. Right. Uh, yeah, we would practice down there, getting ready for the show, and uh, we would just fiddle around. And it's like, you know, we did White Rabbit down there a couple of times, and she sang White Rabbit like a. She like sure a, did. Yeah. She sure did. She sure did. I forgot about that. And it was like. We were, if, if they would have let us play White Rabbit, we'd have blown their minds. Like, mm-hmm. We'd have like, mm-hmm. have scared you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we would have scared the, the majority of them. Um, why can't I remember our librarian's name? I can't. I swear. It's Miss, her, her, her first name was Patricia. And she had blonde hair and she wore makeup. And yeah. she was very well put together, and she was Southern, kind of like Miss Sykes. They had the same accent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was away. She was uh, more outgoing than Miss Sykes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I just remember that little library right there on the corner, and, um, between the gym. <laughs> so sad they had to doze that place. I wish they could have kept it, but for what? Yeah. I don't know. Um, hey, that reminds me. Uh, you know, I bet I bet Lisa Riccadelli would do the podcast. Well, you're going to have to get a hold of her because uh, I reached out on on. Um, she's obviously not active on Facebook, or, or she hasn't responded, and that was a long time ago. So, by all means, she's on um, she's on the gram. Okay, we'll I think her, she her. does have a private account. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll hit her up. Shout out, Lisa. I'm shout gonna out. shout you out because uh, we're gonna try to get you on this uh, uh, this year podcast, Lisa, and um, so we'll push anything she's got going. She's an art teacher, you know, in Dallas. Yeah, and she uh, her kids uh, she posts some things when the kids are like uh, doing something really great or having a damn good time, mm-hmm. and uh, she is doing a, a fantastic job of um, showing kids how to be creative. And which to me is pretty freaking important. So well, that is just awesome. saying, Lisa, uh, thank you for for being uh, an art teacher because uh, uh, for following your bliss. Yeah, uh, goodness gracious, super cool chick too. She right. was so cool. Just uh, this is sweet human being. Her and Laura and Amy Lowe. All oh, those are sweet. All of those. Those people were so sweet. I'll never forget them, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, they were sweet people. And they all like Pink Floyd. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you $100 they all like Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah. 
how what is your relationship with Dark Side of the Moon? Are you ear burned? That's a good way to put it. It's a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah. I um it it would take just the right set of circumstances for it to um for me to to really feel any kind of nuance about it, you know. Um, I've spent a little bit of time trying to chase down the synth part and on the run and try to duplicate oh. that a little bit. I like that. Oh, yeah. But, um, but the who, the who stole that from him too, by the way? Or did they steal it, it from the who? And what album? What song? Who On who's next? Bob O'Reilly? Bob O'Reilly. And uh, what's the other one? Won't get fooled again. Huh. Those intros, remember those intros? Yeah. 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 It's called um uh what is that called? Uh, I can tell you real quick. I should know this. It should be on the tip of my tongue. But um that is called um anyway, it's got a name when you uh sequence Everything like yeah, that. Yeah, and you speed it up. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know what it's called. But I don't think that Pink Floyd did it like that. I think it was they had an, an, um, some. It's different. I don't know though. Maybe you'll know better than I. But it's it's called arpeggiation. Ooh, so, that sounds yeah. sexy. Taking a chord and dicing it up like that. And, and dicing it in sequence. Hmm. I mean, technology, a motherfucker, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I say Pink Floyd um, gives credit for that one. I, I don't I don't care. I know it... it they they have been messing with uh, electronics from the beginning. And I don't mm-hmm. think who had... Now, I know that they all had a bunch of rich friends, and uh, The Who was able to get some people making uh, but I think Does The Who ha- have an album? I'm sorry, but does The Who have an equivalent album of Uma Guma? Yeah. They do? An equivalent? Yeah. An um, experimental equivalent of Uma Guma. Well, they were experimental in different ways. Tommy was a pretty experimental album. It was a rock opera. Nobody had done that before then. Yeah, it was pretty avant-garde. Um, and what they were singing about, fiddle about, fiddle about, fiddle about. Like, their uncle messing with a blind kid in a rock song. I was fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's dark, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I never, didn't think of it that yeah, way. Tommy, Tommy got dark. Quadrophenia got very dark, too. That's another right. one that was uh, a little mental illness. See, I don't know Quadrophenia. Um, oh, my dear Lord. Dude, do yourself a favor and uh, just listen to Quadrophenia all the way through and uh, notice that there's a, a song in there that the Wasp covered. I know you know who Wasp is. And, uh, the Real Me? Yeah. it's the Wasp did a great job, and you'll appreciate the Who version. Oh, you I probably know heard it. Yeah, I've heard it. Mm. It's a great yeah. album. And then this, this also has a love rain over me, which may be uh, one of the prettiest songs ever written. Mm. Uh, again, I again in that again. song, there's another one of those arpeggiated things. Mm. 
I'm a fan of I'm I'm a bigger fan of John Antwistle than I am of Fuck yeah. uh, of uh, Pete Townsend. He brings the thunder. Yes, he does. He's he's yeah. he's probably one of the best bassists, and um, there's and no getting without him. Thunder bass. Yeah. There's no there's no Lenny without John Antwistle. No Lenny. Killmeister. No. Wow, hadn't thought of that. Because he, because John Entwistle had distortion on his bass yeah. in the fucking sixties. Yeah. And uh Lemmy, that's what his sound was. You know? Yeah, sure. Sure. Which was awesome. <laughs> fucking awesome. Love it. Um, I appreciate Motorhead more these days than I did back then. Um Word. But, but I think the Pink Floyd did that first. I'm gonna say that they did that first, mm-hmm. and that song as a, just like a weird, uh, trippy ass thing. And it's not short; it goes on for a few minutes. But then, and which song are we talking about? Um, on the run, right? Yeah. Okay. On the run, and it slides into uh, the great gig in the sky. Now, The Great Get in the Sky, um, one of my first memories that I, I have was my dad. It was They were having a party. I don't know what was going on. So maybe a birthday party or something. But uh, my dad had Dark Side of the Moon blasting. Mm-hmm. Dad had a nice stereo for the time, I suppose. And uh, it was Great Get in the Sky. And, it was, and my dad was yelling as loud as he could because it was so loud to my Uncle Joe saying, I th- Think this might be the prettiest song I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Yelling to him. And dad, uh, first time I'd ever heard this from my dad was uh, Pink Floyd is the greatest band that ever lived. Mm. And uh, he said it many times to me over the years and that, until it was ingrained into he my said soul. It, I remember him saying that to me one time when I was over there. Yeah. It was just one of his catchphrases, I suppose. And mm-hmm. uh, I believe him. Yep. I think they're my favorite band, and they will uh, always be. There are some bands that uh, tried to move them over, but I go back to them, and uh, uh, I'm fulfilled every time. I love oh, them so no, much. Their, their crown in my universe has not been uh, tipped. Like mm. like you said, there's some there's some close contenders. Um, and, and skill and imagination and the timing – I would put yes in there if if I was a bigger fan of yes. I love yes. Don't I get love me yes. wrong. I do. Yeah. I love yes. But to Dude, me, they're not. That as bad. Yes, uh, the yes references in the last podcast. Was great too, though, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Long Thank distance you. run around. Yeah, all that shit. I love it. Do you like my version of mood for a day? Yes, I did very <clears> much. I like the, the reverb. It's great. Yeah. Thank you, man. That was. Uh, I, see, that's something I recorded with a. That's what I've been trying to tell you about. All you need is a laptop and a, and a MIDI interface, not a MIDI interface, a um, a recording interface. You did you did what interface? We've already got you've already gotten you're not getting any more mileage out of this joke. Okay. All right. I'm trying. To, I'm trying. <laughs> Sorry. I know. I can't help it. I know. So you. I take meds for it. You take, you take a guitar with a pickup and and run it straight into your interface. And from that 
into your laptop or computer or whatever you have. And, yeah. and, and those were just some of the cuts that I had that I held on to. I've got another one uh, by Wasp, actually, uh, uh, called the Mephisto Waltz. Remember that? Mm. Yes. Mm. Oh, it's great. I love that. That was so pretty on that album. album the album was great. Mm. That album, fucking great album. And uh, heads up. Hey, R4, shout out R4, did uh, a Headless Children. Children. I they did. did listen to that, that uh, you podcast. Did? I sure did. Isn't that great? That was a good, that was a really I good agreed. podcast. Yeah, I was. I really agreed with uh, their assessments, man. Mm. I think it was like, fuck yeah, I agreed. But it didn't get no traction, man. I didn't know why they didn't blow the fuck up. Mm. Yeah. So good. Those guys, um, I listened to their uh, their tool and right before we did ours, and, and uh, I noticed I hadn't really. I, I'm I'm not notorious for listening to the very end of theirs, so sorry guys, um, and I don't blame people that they trail off on the end of our shit, you know. But um, I listened to the end, and they were like, uh, "If you ever want us, if you'd like to submit a uh, request for an album to be reviewed." Um, mm-hmm. Did they do that? Are they serious about that? Cause yeah, that's how I got hooked up with them. I I sent in a request, and they did it. And then uh, and a little while later, I asked if I could be on, and they said, okay. Okay, okay. And now they got regular rotating guests, and I'm one of them. And uh, you should be on this podcast, sir. I would, I would definitely do it. I would want to be more prepared, you know, because I know they, they seem to have a – well, they what they're up in there like hey, you know two hundred something episodes. I'll hook you up with Ray Z, and you guys could talk about Voivod. Okay, I want a Voivod episode. I definitely. <laughs> I, I know you do. Yeah, you? yeah. Uh, Ray Z knows knows Voivod. Awesome. Very few yeah, people. That guy David knows Voivod. That's something that we had in common. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Y'all mention Voivod no, much, we but, didn't. Uh, y'all would mention. Uh, a bunch of other stuff that I was like, hell yeah, I could get along with this guy. Mm-hmm. He's a little, he's a few years older than you. Yeah, he's, he's, and, uh, uh, I guess he's got little kids. He's got kids that are younger than yours. I know. He's got seven yeah. kids total. And he, <laughs> that's a lot. He's got, he had three from one, a previous marriage, and now he's got four little boys. Or, he's pumping them out, man. What does she get? He told me he's it? done. <laughs> he told me he is done. I'm like, well, that's, that's a good spot to stop at, Dave. If yeah, seven. Yeah, seven. God, do you know how freaking crazy your parents were driven by three? Yeah. Jeez, a seven. No, he. This guy is a. Uh, he's a multitasker. If there's such a thing. Wow. Definitely. I'm impressed. Yeah, he. He and he's a very prolific guy. Uh, he. He just. Um, yeah, he wrote a wrote a few books. Yes. Um, with all those damn kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. And and this is the thing is David is, well, nowadays he, he can do it because he runs his own business. And, um, but before, uh, like when I, Dave and I worked together, uh, it was, it was in a corporate structure and mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe all the stuff that we found time to do. That's why he was, he was referring to the folder of remembering because that's something that we, he he established so that we could just we had a folder on the uh, uh, on the IT server, and so we sh- it was shared for just me, him, and and the IT guy 
uh, the third guy and Paul, um, our other friend. Shout out Paul Underwood. The boss. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, we would we would just write whenever we had time, and then we had plenty of time. Uh, we we'd start off with something, and uh, just an idea, and one of us would throw it out there, and okay, then the other one would take it and just finish it or, or take it and go you know write the next couple of stanzas or the next couple of chapters or, or whatever until until I jumped in and, and took the wheel and we riff off of each other and we came up with some insane stuff so it's, hell yeah dude. yeah insane I, I wish I could hear some of that man I, I bet it's really good well I wrote like a, <laughs> I know I wrote a uh, a three part series on the you know the little squiggly guys that that show up in your eye balls, the little floater. I call them fuckers because they, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I wrote a three part or four. I can't remember several multi part uh, poem about those guys long before uh, it got any other attention anywhere else. I started noticing it on Family Guy. They started referring to the little. It, it became like a little pop culture phenomenon, a little squiggly guy. And yeah, yeah, you get it when uh, you, you take too big of a hit or you, you sneeze too mm-hmm, hard or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it draws your attention over to the edge. And, and I, I wrote that it was, I alluded that it was my parasitic twin um, that I had, like Alice Cooper, oh. Stephen. You know, something like that. I hear my name, David. Yes, I love that song. Another one you you introduced me to. Uh, you honor me, sir. Well, just coming full circle. Welcome to my nightmare. I remember. I remember that night. I remember that night your dad. Hell yeah, your awesome. dad introduced me to. He's like, okay, if you're gonna listen to Pink Floyd, you need to start off with. Uh, Delicate Sound of Thunder, and oh yeah, Dad was big into them after uh, uh, Roger Waters left. Yes, he was. He, he loved him. He loved a momentary lapse of reason. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Momentary lapse. Or Delicate Sound of Thunder was the live album, wasn't it? Oh my goodness! Somebody's phone's ringing. That is cute. Okay, that is cute. That was that was. <laughs> That was Nelda's phone ringing. Uh, that was her son's uh, ringtone. Okay. Her grown thirty-year-old son. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, he's. They're here. Uh, they brought the baby over. Oh, that's adorable. Had to go. Baby. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this baby. This baby is so cute. She. Her name's Brianna, mm-hmm. and she's. Uh, she's a tiny little thing, and she's. She's so sweet and she's happy as hell and she's just learned how to walk uh-huh. and so she's like she's uh getting it but she's still kind of clumsy uh-huh. and it's just, so it's like really really fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> you know watching this kid like bumble around it and then figuring it out so yeah that's really sweet man they're great parents 
Cool. She did good. Uh, she did good. She's got three great, wonderful children. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Three. But I got I got two great, wonderful children. I got two, and I'm just saying, and I got a grandkid that has a birthday in a couple of days. He'll be three. Three on the fifteenth. The odds of March. I did not. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, the odds of March. Okay, that is awesome, man. Yeah, isn't that weird that my grandson was born on the 15th? Wow. Because other things have happened around this time. Like uh, me and Chris were in that bad wreck. Mm. Um, like 17th. Mm. And I've always, since then, I was like, always beware of the odds of March. Yeah. And so I think when uh, Andrew was born, it it like reversed there the curse. <laughs> I went to jail on the 15th a couple mm. times. I went to jail on my birthday <laughs> once, man. Me Did too. you really? No shit. Yes, I did. Twice. <laughs> and it, my 17th and my 22nd birthday, I went to jail. <laughs> that sucks. So bad. <laughs> yep. I am. Um, yeah, I went. Uh, I, uh, Stacy was well, was with me uh, the night I went to uh, jail on my 17th birthday. Casper? Stacy Casper was with you, really? Yeah. What did, yeah, what, she what was, did you do? It was well. It was my birthday. Jerry Oust and a bunch of our friends was like, and then uh, Stacy's older sister was supposed to get us a hotel room. Well, uh, we were kind of waiting around, waiting around, waiting around. Well, it wasn't happening, so we were like a, a group of kids with a bunch of beer and, and some weed uh, was riding around Birmingham. And then we'd like stop and wait places. Mm-hmm. Well, we went up to the new bowling alley right on 280. When it was one of it was new then, Brunswick, uh, up there on 280. And we just went in the parking lot and just got out. And somebody took out a beer. Uh, it wasn't Stacy, it wasn't me, but uh, just <clears throat> as a cop was oh my God. like driving right by, just and just took out a beer and put it on top of the car. And it's like, oh shit, and searched everybody. And it was in. Uh, well, you, you might have to, uh, do, to scratch her name off this, but it was in her car, and it was mine. It was not hers. It was mine. And uh, so she, they were like messing with her because it was found in her car, and it's like it's like no, 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 no. It was, it was that's mine. It's not hers, which is truth. And um, so they let her go. But me and Medina and Ron Stokes, Ron Stokes went to jail that night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think it was Medina's girlfriend. It was Bailey, I think. Bailey Weathers. I think she fucking put the damn. No, I don't know. I don't think Bailey was around at that point. Medina was definitely around. So whoever he was, in, it might have been Bailey. Hmm. Right. Uh, old old memories it has nothing to do with Pink Floyd. <laughs> so uh tell me uh what so your favorite yeah. album is animals is. and yeah. mine is too right um what's your next one probably next one? The, the adam hart mother comes to mind right now um but i'm i'm i am missing mm. uh the final cut for some reason i don't know why it's not number two um those are the freshest ones in my ear. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, final cut's good, but you got to be in the mood, man. Uh, it's it, just sad. It's been a while. I just love the way it ends on two suns and the sunset. Uh, yeah. Um, That's a great song. There are. There's a bunch of great songs on it. I mean, there's not a skipper on that damn song. Now, it's just not, it's, it's not, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know. It's not a comfortably numb saying. every time, you know. I don't it's, think. Um, you know what I mean? I think uh, it got uh, it was dark and personal, and uh, it got overlooked because uh, you no, know, and the band right was uh, splitting was up it. at that point. Um, it was done. It was over by that. Well, it just there was you couldn't hardly tell David was on that album. Again, were they in separate? Were they doing separate studio time? Okay. Yes, they were. But uh, David did write a couple parts yeah. on that album. He wrote, um, Not Now, John. You know, Not Now, John, we got to get on with it. Um, he wrote that yeah. and had a damn uh, freaking smoking solo in that song. Damn good. Vintage David Gilmore. Yeah. The best it, part it, of the album, in my opinion. Um. But there were some really great songs in there that was like really touching, and you know it's a different kind of album. It's just a different feel. It's not there's no big fat hits, because if it wasn't for another brick in the wall, yeah. the wall would have been a really dark album. You know, hmm. we got uh, great songs from it, um, like you know, uh, uh shit. Hey, hey, you, hey, you's a brilliant song. Comfortably known a Brilliant. Yeah, uh, right. Another brick in the wall is freaking incredible. And you know, when all those, there's a, a bunch of other gems in there, man, but, um, and the flesh is brilliant. But, um, mm. but David, you see, the thing <clears throat> is, is David's all over the wall. David, you know, there's so much guitar. Yeah. Damn. Incredible guitar playing on the wall. No, that's more fun. And then the final cut, there's not near as much guitar yeah. playing, and that makes the whole album suffers for it. If there was more guitar, um, and yeah. less uh, strings, fucking Bob Ezrin, go, go go hang out with Kiss. You fucking Beth, I hear you calling. Why don't call your Beth ass home, Bob Ezrin? Get the fuck off this damn. Final cut record. Maybe we can make a rocker. If they'd have made another rocker, man, they would have let them right. been able to do it. But Roger was just too much into I mean, his, uh, made, um, his art. And, you know, which he came made first? Great music. Was it Radio Chaos or pros and cons of uh, hitchhiking? Mm. Pros and cons really? uh, was first. Pros and cons was actually written before the wall. He had that mm -hmm. in his pocket. Yeah. And then he pitched it <laughs> when he got the idea for the wall, but to the band and uh, huh. all of them shot down, uh, the idea. Of it, it's, it's got some. It, it's, and so, mm -hmm. yeah, no shit. Because Jack Palance. <laughs> really can't be for me. Yeah. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Yeah. Yeah. Him, him thinking about screwing this hitchhiker. And it was all a dream. That's right. But he did recruit Eric Clapton to play uh, guitar for him. And there are some very nice uh, guitar solos in that record. Um, a very great, uh, wonderful songs. I think if it, the album was structured differently, but you know how it is. Uh, every mm-hmm. few minutes of the song of the day is like a different song or some shit. Yeah, and it's just him driving, just fantasizing to himself. Right. It's not. And it's all a dream at the end. But hang on a second, my friend. Just a second. Yes, dear. Do you need me? Okay. What's the baby's doing? They just went. Shit. Well, they said bye, but I didn't want to. Okay. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Nobody's upset. Okay. Sure. Okay, you edit all that out. I'll try. Okay? I'll try. <laughs> you know what? I've noticed. No, um, don't. Don't. Do until this gets okay. to be a very strictly formatted spot. Okay. Okay. I looked. I started looking into some professional podcasting software. And. Um, yeah. Don't. Well. The thing about it is you start looking into your monthly oh, yeah. fees. Uh, they're going to, they're going to wreck. They're going to mirror how much, uh, oh, yeah. how many hours you got. They'll host so many new hours per month. Um, I'm like, damn, we, we act like we just got infinite, infinite tape because it's anchor. And that's great. You know, it's like having a, like they hook us up like Google with storage space. Yeah. Yeah, and uh exactly we can figure it out here. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun that way, right? So did I hear you say you got to see your grandson? Yeah. Don't uh, know, uh I haven't in a, actually a good while I haven't seen him. Yeah. But uh, next, his birthday is uh, the 15th. And uh, the next weekend, I'm going down there to see him. They live in Jimson, mm-hmm. which is uh, almost to Clanton from uh, where I live, like uh, north of Trussell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I remember, but I would still need a GPS. Um, because I've become addicted to GPS. Right. Well, yeah. We, like we, we don't, don't have to remember phone numbers either. Yeah, we don't have the uh, like the option most of the time. <laughs> Half the time, if I'm... it's um. No, you don't. Hmm. You can talk to your phone and say, call so-and-so, and it will. AI. Hmm. Weird. Elon Musk uh, uh, predicts that in a few years that we will uh, be communicating uh, without speaking, and uh, we will know each other's intent a before lot of, we even I mean, communicate. We are getting there because yeah, it's gonna happen. of nonverbal cues and, and things like that things we pick up on um yeah. you know the more the the more time you spend with somebody the 
the more apt mm-hmm. you are to finish their sentences or you understand where they're going, you know what I mean, most of the time. So that that um that level of communication, yeah. that level of of mm-hmm. uh, instant intimacy that that would be required for, for basic conversations is I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out without it being uh what are we going to sacrifice in order to be able to communicate like that? I mean, you're talking about, um, seems like, seems like, uh, all of your thoughts are just going to be known to that's. We're going to have to sacrifice all, all privacy. Yeah. yeah, All all of the privacy will be gone. And we, it will not be, we will adapt and it it will not be. be a big deal. I, I will uh-huh. fight it. I mean, because I don't want, I like privacy. Yes, sir. I've given, I've given enough I of am. my privacy already. I, I, I like my privacy. Mm. It's going to be mm. freaking uh, mm. Atlas Shrug, man. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. It's going to be the video, right in two video. <laughs> Ooh, right in two video. Yeah. That is a, that is a good one. Ooh. Yeah, I love that video. Yeah, I think so. It's it. I think didn't Adam do that one? Form, but it, it's that's, that's it's simple anime. I mean, it's animation, of course, just but it's more cartoonish, mm-hmm. and uh, um, he uh, gets his point across oh, yeah. very well. He gets it across. <laughs> and it's so cool when those damn jets come down and he's like, <laughs> and he's want to run through a freaking wall. Uh, you know, that part right there. And I, oh. That was my grandson's laugh. He found his laugh this week. What are you doing to that kid? Yeah. <laughs> they sent that to me. It was okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. I thought it was. Listen again. No, listen again. I didn't know it was laughing. I thought it was, something was wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Listen again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did find us laugh. Thank you. He did. Oh my goodness, man, that's really sweet. I love babies, man. I love them so. Oh man, let it go. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. You're gonna love them so fucking much. It's gonna, it's gonna hurt. Oh, I did that. You can give them to your son. Say, change it. Yeah. You got a dirty diaper. Oh, they they they're all about. Don't, using I'm not cloth changing it. you're here. No, no. <laughs> Like wow, yeah, we didn't we didn't use cloth. I think maybe maybe started no, out really? trying, but no. <laughs> With which one? We destroyed the planet. You talking about fucking diapers? Yeah. Oh, all of them. Everybody had like like diapers, mm-hmm. and they were cheap, and they were all plastic with a little foam in the middle. <sighs> I just see them everywhere There's now. Some gauze in the middle of Walmart, some Dollar General. Always 
Yeah. Why the hell? That's so Cutting bad, man. Gloves, why, why would you pampers, be that person that, that thinks it's okay to <laughs> toss it? I know it's bad. I know it's bad parents, but come on. I, I, I never did that. I never did that to the public. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah. I never. Come on, people. Come on, people. I would be embarrassed to do it. If, in the time of. Embarrassing, man. I'm going to be a freaking human being. Just mass hysteria. The idea of a, of a, of a, could this be a pandemic? Would it, whatever we want to call this bullshit. Um, herd immunity. I think we're almost at herd immunity, good. man. I think it's going to be makes sense. They're saying, well, I don't know what if what I'm hearing is correct, man, honestly. This fucking crazy-ass mm. world, I don't even know when I try to look for a credible source uh, and check multiple yeah. sources because I don't trust any of them. Um, so I've heard from a few different ones uh, that are saying this, that uh, by the, the end of the summer, we should have reached herd immunity and along with we've the vaccine, before, and then they're talking about other strains. Okay. But we've heard this shit before. Bullshit, and I'm tired. Yeah, the UK strain apparently oh, is going to fucking kill. It's like Captain Trips was not. Shit, yeah, it, well, it definitely. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, right. Yeah, it no, certainly no, paved the way trips. for more, more masks and more of this kind of bullshit. Fuck you, Pfizer. Fuck you, Balsam Lawn. I don't want that shit. Fuck all of them. I don't don't want that shit. I don't want that shit. Johnson Johnson and Minerva. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want it. You can have it. The vaccine? No. I don't see what the point is. You already had it. What I understand is a fucking biologic. It's not even a. It's not an antiviral. It's a biologic. Which my brother explained it to me is, it it. It uh, it uh, augments the way that your body yeah. uh, reacts to a to a, a foreign entity. It, it, it changes your uh, so some part of your metabolism so that it. Yeah. Uh, That's exactly. why I was creating a fucking lab. It. Fuck it. It's not now. But the vaccine. Oh, here we go. Maybe necessary. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know enough. Mm. But it may be. Just like the polio vaccine is necessary. It's like the sexy dance. The what? sexy, sexy dance is necessary. Yes. I remember that. Yes. Necessary. I think it's, uh, I think herd immunity and uh, continuing with the vaccine, we will get rid of it Mm. like we got rid of polio and uh, leprosy and all of that. No kidding. Don't go playing with fucking armadillos. You know what I mean? I didn't know that. 
and they will bite your dick. They like do. a kangaroo? They, bite your dick. they jump at your dick. No, like a... Uh, you know uh, in the Holy yeah. Grail when that rabbit yeah. came in that cave? Uh, okay. At, like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, are you, are you shitting me, or is this a joke? Mouth a open. Um, they spring forward, man. The damn shell acts like a spring. It's like a wow. It's got like rubber bands in between their freak the, the plates, and it can jump real high. It won't. Yeah, this is a an animal. And it will attack no, you by jumping uh, at you, and it will bite your dick. It has no. What do you call it? It's an animal. It's got no reason not to. It, it's a, it's mm. kind of like, and it's kind of like a T-Rex. Kind of, it can't grab you or nothing. So Gosh. it's going to jump at My, you uh, while trying to bite no, you. Thank you. Yeah, there are. There sure are. They, I know, uh, and there's, there's armadillos all around mm. you down there in Florida. I know they're. And they get big, man. They get big. They're here. <clears throat> and if they're here, you know they're down there. Probably... <laughs> Probably a good, How big? say, two and a half to three feet long. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, like about the size Damn, of a... We think that again, yeah, about 20 pounds? About the size of a small dog. Oh, they, that's a um, big-ass armadillo. Yeah, and I'm like, where did... They ju- they're just little nomads. And they're not smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wander. Wonder with an A and wonder with an O. I've had one come up on me real close. That's a, what, how hard it um, roll. I had a little pellet gun, and I was <laughs> I was picking this thing off, and it kept walking closer and closer to me. And it, it yeah, it kept on coming. And then yeah. it, what it was oh, scared yeah, of was when it yeah. came upon me, and it realized how big I was, and, and I caught it by surprise. Yeah. Yeah, because it can't see. You know, if, like if there's a bumbling animal or a bug, even for that, yeah. bug, that just kind of walks slow, <laughs> it's not scared. Don't eat it. <laughs> there's a reason they walk with that condom. Oh, don't eat it because it's right. not, not good. It's not good. Like everybody else knows not to fuss. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. <laughs> Have you ever contended with a praying mantis before? Um, I saw the biggest praying mantis mm, I've ever seen in my I love life them. a few years ago. I think I posted it on my old Instagram account. But, uh, the damn thing was about... Uh, uh, yeah. It was seriously like maybe um, yeah. eight inches Beautiful. long, fat ass mm. tail, and it was purple. Mm-hmm. If only. Yeah, wow. I was like, what is this, a 50-year-old wow. mantis? What the fuck? It looked old. Oh, that's a, but I, I don't know sucks. what happened. I can't access that account. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. But n- I love nothing. mantises, and they're ferocious. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, they uh, take care of some shit for humans, and so I let them live every time. Unless... The damn Will it, mantis comes up against I, a cave. I, I imagine that'd be a good fight. Fucking mantis up. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, the yeah, there's a, a there's a YouTube thing called Bug Wars, right? And Bug Wars has like a mantis versus Katie did, or um, like a centipede versus uh, you know whatever. You know, it's like mm-hmm. up these uh, carnivorous uh, insects against each other, and and so out of everyone I've seen. The mantis and the Katie did. We're coming live to you from Central Los Angeles, talking about bugs, people. There's bugs all over the place. All you gotta look. Go over to the sidewalk. There's probably a brand menace over there waiting for a spider to wait coming down. On Sounds the like it, don't it? Okay. Nope. Hey man, are you getting ready? Good. Could be. Uh, like two blocks hey, over. Is there anybody around you getting ready? I don't know. I got pulled over the other night. Uh, I got pulled over the other night. Dying. Nope. Oh, I hope everybody's okay. Uh, I got a warning from my did? tail light where that bastard How'd back there see me. Still haven't got that claim filed. I'm waiting to see what that does to my uh, insurance rates. But um, or I have filed the I have filed the claim. It's not settled. Um, it won't be that. Okay. Well, I need it to be fixed. That won't be that much. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to pay $500 for the damn tail um, Hell, I don't... Right. How much is it? There's the whole assembly? Uh, Taurus. What kind of car is seven. Okay. Go on eBay. I will. I'll shop it. I'll shop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, usually, man, nobody's. You're going to get. Don't. If you buy it from the yeah. dealer. Uh, I try not to do that. It's, it's gonna be way more expensive. And, and, you know, it's. Yeah, I have ins- I have insurance. Obviously. I mean, if if it's under insurance, yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to pay the damn deductible. So I don't I don't see this being like a cash boom for me. So you know, I'm, I just want the thing fixed. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, fix the damn. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hey man, I'm about mm-hmm. to go get into some mm-hmm. grub. Um, this will be let's call this part yeah. one of Pink Floyd, which I'm sure we'll talk about Floyd in the future. And um, I just want to say uh, that I'm really proud of you, man, and I think you're doing a great thing uh, documenting um, this part of your life and uh, remembering those old parts of our life when we talked. Um, it really, it really, man, it. Uh, it's helping me um, personally, um, and I, I appreciate oh, yeah, it. And let me come in here and just, just shoot the shit with you, and, and uh, uh, for me to uh, to express my gratitude for everybody that's uh, ever helped me out, and, and uh, awesome. you know, been my friend and stuff like that. And I love you too, man. It's really cool. And so, hey, and yep. hey, I love you, brother. And I want you to tell everybody, give now the, the whole family, I love them, and. Uh, 
and we'll talk and everyone else. I'm going to tribe. Yeah, going to see the whole you know bunch of the kids here in a couple, couple few days. And, uh, and look at the look at the humble little website. The I'll, send it, I'll send you the link. I've, I've dressed it up a little bit more, but they're. Mm. Hey man, but humble sounds good. That's a that's a good adjective. Just a humble little yeah, It's okay, man. The whole everything around here it's a relaxed atmosphere, okay, you know. And I hope it always is. Yeah. Yes, I do, man. I want I want, it, I want it to you be worked relaxed. your ass off to make it there, right? You're damn right you did, because you worked so hard. Yeah. You do your whole life. Man. That's that's yes, the dream is to be uh, relaxed and happy. All right, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, buddy. Hey. Anyways, hey. Uh, uh, this that this is all uh, from Sam uh, for a little bit of synergy and a whole lot of love. Love you too, buddy. Take care.